so thankful for Brother Gandy allowing me to come and be with you folks tonight. And uh, I feel like I have a word from the Lord that would be good for you and be advantageous to you. And you'd leave here tonight strengthened in your faith and, and comforted in your peace. If we can just take this word and apply it to our, our lives. Uh, and I, I, I never go into a service that I don't say, Lord, take that word and apply it to me. Let it, let it apply to me. Ezekiel 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I don't, the thing about reading words and reading a text like this is that there's no emotion in it. It's just words. But I'm just going to tell you, I believe when he answered the Lord, there was a depth of emotion there where he said, I don't have a clue. You alone know if this can ever have anything positive happen with it. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. I want to preach this a little bit tonight, the bridge. The bridge. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you look really good in the house of the Lord. And Lord bless you, you can be seated. It's so good to see all of you in the house of the Lord tonight. It's a Wednesday night. Did anybody come looking for something supernatural tonight? This is a place where the supernatural happens. I was preaching a revival in Illinois a few years ago, and there was an elderly gentleman in there, and his testimony to me was that he had one time been a warlock, 
And he didn't like to hear Pentecostal preachers using the word supernatural because that was a word that the demons used a lot. And so I had used it in a service and he came and he didn't rebuke me, but he strongly uh, urged me not to use it anymore. And I said, brother, I apologize, but I'm going to use it because the devils may claim to have something. But I've already seen thousands of them cast out by the word of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you right now, my God is greater than 10,000 devils. There's not a devil, there's not a lot of devils in hell that are going to bother me because my God truly is supernatural, praise God. And I said, just because the devil claims it don't mean it's his. I've had people claim stuff before, claim property that I knew I owned. And they no, that's mine. I said, well, then let's just go to the county and let's get the book and let's get a copy of the records. And if we have to, let's get a surveyor and come out here and put some stakes in the ground. I'll prove to you that that's mine and I'll make you pay for the work. He decided it was mine. <laughs> Ezekiel... I know you've heard this preached on a dozen different ways. And sometimes the same way a dozen times. But it's good every time you hear it. So please don't turn me off quite yet. The debate's going on. I know that. And, and, and then you'll hear about it when you get home and hear about it tomorrow. And uh, it, it'll be the same old thing they had before. My goodness. I was sick of the first one. I'll be sick of the second one. I'll be so glad when all this is over with. My, 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 I will be so glad when it's all over with. But, but I'm going to tell you what, the word of the Lord. The Lord began to deal with Ezekiel, took him out in the spirit, and took him to a valley that was full of bones. Not just a few bones, but it was full of bones. And they had been there a long time, Brother Mike. They were dusty. Some of them were probably half covered in, in dirt. Some of them might have just been sticking out a little bit. And uh, they were scattered. They were all over the place. There was no rhyme or reason. There was no, no substance to them whatsoever. And, and when it's just bones, you know that this is not a good story because something terrible has happened and everything that was alive is now dead. And, and the scripture here, the way they lay it out, they're warning you, to, they're painting a picture here of total destruction. Nothing left unturned, nothing left untouched. They're painting a picture here of desolation and of destruction and of, and she's totally void of any good thing. Now, I don't know of anything good you could find in a valley full of old, dusty, musty, dry bones. Nothing. Uh, and, and he's showing this man. He he took him in the spirit and took him to that valley and he walked through it, gave him time. Walk through, look at it, count them if you want to. See if you can put them together if you want to. I want you to understand, they've been there a long time. They, they have totally dried out. There's not, no moisture in them whatsoever. There's, there's nothing at all good in this valley. It is totally decimated. It's totally gone. It's a picture of destruction. But I want 
you to understand. The Lord began to deal with me about these scriptures recently, and he began to talk to me about again about restoration and about how he's able to fix anything. I, I want somebody in here tonight to understand that I've got a God that's able to walk into the driest valley you've ever seen, to get in the midst of the driest bones you've ever been around, to look into the most desolate situation and to say, look, there can be a change. There can be something different, praise God. I'm gonna tell you what, we've got a world right now that is looking into their valleys and their valleys are not verdant. They're not green. They're not flush. No, 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 no. I'm telling you now, I've got a world and I see it in people's eyes. They may not say it, but I see it in their eyes. Their valleys are dried out. Their valleys are full of bones. Their valleys are totally destroyed, praise God. And Jesus said the enemy comes, the devil comes, and he come to steal, kill, and destroy. And way he said it, he come to steal and then kill and then beyond killing, just destroy everything. Just scatter it every which way. Not leave anything tied together. And that we see that going on in politics. We see that going on in our world arena. I want you to understand that most people that don't have the Holy Ghost and some that do have the Holy Ghost have lost hope, praise God. I, they have lost their sense of ability for God to change things. They have lost. I want you to know something tonight. There is a bridge. There is a bridge. There is a pro, my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. There is a word. When the Lord said, Son of man, what do you think? Can they live again? He said, Lord, I don't have a clue. Are you the only one that knows this? Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, the Lord's already given us in the word of God prophecy that he would never leave us and never forsake us even to the end of the world. And where the spirit of the Lord is... There's liberty, praise God. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's hope. And it's not just any kind of hope. It's a lively hope, praise God. I speak against that spirit. I speak against that spirit that is lying to somebody. Everything's not done. Everything's not finished. Everything's not gone, praise God. Oh, I call for my intercessors to just go ahead and walk with me a little while here tonight. Those of you that are in the Holy Ghost, I call for you to walk with me a little bit tonight because we have a word, praise God, that can speak to that desolate valley and call for life to come and life has to come, praise God. Oh, I feel so strongly tonight. There's somebody that may be watching at home and you, your valley's full of bones. Your valley's bad. It's not going there. It's already gone there. The devil's already been to your house. Your children have already got messed up. Your kids are already gone astray. Your marriage is in a turmoil. I want you to understand there's a bridge. There's a bridge. There's a bridge. The word of the Lord that is anointed by the Spirit is a bridge between your valley to life. Praise God. The Spirit of the Lord will bring you out of that valley and put you back into life again. Clap your hands all over the building in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
in the name of the Lord. He said, son of man, I'm gonna send you a word and you simply do what I tell you to do. Can I tell you what? There's times when we have got to absolutely let go of logic. Logic is a product of humans, Brother Mike. The word logic, logical, or any of that is not in the Word of God. Because we have got to be able to abandon logic and look by faith at the things that God said he would do. There's a lot of things I've seen happen in the church that were totally illogical. But they were totally good and totally the will of God. There's a lot of things I've seen God do in some lives. I didn't comprehend. My logic told me there's no way. But then I saw God put his hand in it. And all of a sudden the wind is blowing and life is coming and bones are coming back together and breath is flowing out of a dead life. I've got to tell somebody tonight, there's a bridge and that bridge is still available. That bridge is still working, praise God. We've got a message, we've got a message, we've got a message that will bridge that gap and put life in the homes, life in the marriages, life in the children. Oh my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. We liable to shout a little bit here tonight on a Wednesday night. We liable to run the aisles a little bit on a Wednesday night because we have a word that's still alive. We have a word that is still a life giver, praise God. The Lord said, I came to give life and it more abundant, praise God. The Lord gave me a message a while back about the abundance. So many times the Lord talks about giving you more than. He's going to make us more than conquerors. Brother, how can you be more? How can you more than win? I lost a good friend of mine just recently over in Louisiana. He was 82 years old. When I came to meet him, he was a drug addict. He was a dealer. He was a pimp. He was, oh, he was a mess. But the first day we worked together on the job, we sat down at lunch and I began to witness to him. And at the end of our 30 minutes, I went back to work and got to noticing he wasn't making any noise on his side of the house. So I went and looked in the kitchen and he's down on all fours and he's got a puddle of tears that big around. He's crying. And I went in and knelt down and put my hand on his back and I began to rebuke devils. And every time I were rebuking, he jerked. The, I don't know how many devils I cast out of him right in the middle of that house that day. Me and him, the only two there. The next day I went at lunch and baptized him in Jesus' name, praise God. And he was filled with the Holy Ghost just a couple of days later. He went on to become a minister. He went on and did a, 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 a lot of good things for people. There was incredible healings in his ministry. I lost him a couple of days, a couple of months ago now. He died at 82 years old, but just a few days before he died, I talked to him and he he said, you know what, Brother Pat, I don't have any pain in my body. I know I'm leaving. I know that this is my train out of here, and I'm not afraid, and I'm not worried, but you know what? He said, I hear that this cancer I have is the worst kind. There's great pain, but I have had no pain. I don't have a pain in my body. I've lost 50 pounds already, but I got no pain in my body. He said, I refuse to run. I refuse to give up. I refuse to lose faith. 
I'll pray for anybody for anything because I don't have to be in perfect health. I just got to call the name of him that's always healthy, praise God. I just got to call the name of him that's above all things, praise God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. More than conquerors, praise God. But he told me something one time. We, we got to be close, close friends. And, and uh, I, I tell you what we used to, we would go to, we, there was a couple of young preachers in the church there with us. And, and uh, we would load those two young preachers up and me and old brother Jace would get in the car and we'd drive to a rally or to revival or whatever was going on. And we'd start home and I, don't, I can't even tell you how many times we're driving down those old roads there in Louisiana. And on the way home, he'd begin to sing. And brother, he could forevermore sing. And he'd get to singing and the Holy Ghost get to moving and I'd have to pull off on the side of the road and there'd be all four of us out in the middle of the road shouting and dancing. Cars come by and look at us like, are y'all fighting or what are y'all doing? No, we're not fighting, we've already won. We're more than conquerors, praise God. But we got to talking one day about more than conquerors. He said, I can explain it to you. He was a big old black guy, 6'8", 245 pounds. His arms were big as my legs, and he wore a 52 coat and a 28 pants. He was just, he looked like Charles Atlas or something. I don't know. He was huge. Stand flat-footed and run crown molding in a room. Drape his fingers around your head to pray for you, and you'd have finger on every side of your head. I mean, he was one big dude. He used one hand to swing a sledgehammer. Bam. Bam, I mean, he, he was something. But he said, I can explain more abundantly to you. I can explain how you can be more than a winner. I said, well, what are you talking about? He said, well, number one, you white boys don't know how to fight. I said, really? He said, no, 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 no. He said, you think you do, but you don't. Because he said, you poke somebody in the nose and they go to crying and you get to feeling bad about it and you have your arm around his shoulder and walk it off with him. He said, I punch him in the nose and knock him down on the ground and I pound him till he tears loose and runs away. He said, your guy will come back and stab you in the back. My guy don't never want to come around again. He said, that's what you're talking about when you talk about more than a conqueror. You don't just win. You win so much the devil don't want to ever come by your house again. You defeat him so bad. You beat him up so bad. You put him down so often, praise God. He don't ever get a hold on you. He don't ever get an advantage of you. You keep yourself right in the word. You keep yourself full of the Holy Ghost and the devil said, no, 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 I'll go next door, but I'm not going in there. Every time I go in there, I get rebuked, praise God. More, 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 more. But Ezekiel wasn't in more. Ezekiel was in the baddest place he'd ever been, the nastiest place he'd ever been. And the Lord said, I tell you what I want you to do. I want you to talk to them bones. You know, we have a tendency and this is why people get into drugs and alcohol. They don't want to face up to the bones. They don't want to look at them. 
No, 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 it's too bad. I'm not, no, 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 no. And they get into alcohol and they get into drugs so they don't have to realize, they don't have to think about how ugly it is. And it's just as ugly when they come out of it and it'll be worse because now you've spent your money on something to deaden your nerves and deaden your senses. Brother, I'm gonna tell you what the Lord said. No, I want you to look at the bones and then I want you to use the word that I'm giving you against the bones. Every now and then, we talk about, we sing that old song, and I love it. Let's just have a little talk with Jesus. But you know what? A lot of times, Brother Mike, before I have a talk with Jesus, I need to have a talk with Pat Phillips. And sometimes before I talk to Jesus, I need to have a talk with the bones. I need to let them know all over again. I don't know just when it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. I've claimed the word of God. I've been obedient to the word. And I know that when I do, power begins to move. When that prophet was obedient to the Lord, the Lord said, prophesy to the bones. He said, as soon as I started... Bones started moving, praise God. That was a rattling, that was a knocking. Things begin to change. We've got to believe that when we look at those bones, when we look at those negative things, when we look at COVID, when we look at all this garbage, we can look at them and understand, I've got a God that's able, it's not me, it's him. It's not my word, it's his word, praise God. In the name of the Lord, we come against that devil of COVID. In the name of the Lord, we rebuke it in Jesus' name. We speak the word of God to it. Bind it in the name of the Lord in Jesus. Oh, my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. 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 Did anybody in here believe God can do anything? Anybody in here believe God can change anything? Anybody believe that nothing ever surprises him? Anybody believe that he can put a word in your mouth and when you speak that word in obedience to him, that the power of God will immediately grasp that situation. The power of God will immediately get a hold of that thing. Whether it's a devil or whether it's flesh or whether whatever it is, I want you to know when you obey the Lord and claim it and begin to speak it, then the Spirit's gonna begin to move on it, praise God. He's gonna begin to ratify it and change it and reform it and transform it. This scripture's about transformation. This scripture is about making something good out of something bad. This scripture is about reclaiming life. Praise God. I want to tell you what, tomorrow on your job, when you run across those people that are looking at a dry valley, you need to take the word of the Lord. You need to take the word of the Lord and let them know there's a name that's above every name. There's a name we still can call. There's a name we still can believe in. There's a word we still can believe in. There's scripture we can still hang our hat on. We can build our foundation on nothing less than the word of God. The blood's still real. The name's still real. Anybody believe in that tonight? The name's still real. The word's still real. The plan of God's still real. I still believe God's able. I still believe there's going to be revival in this church. I still believe there's going to be a shaking and souls are going to come out of the woodwork. I still believe there's people. God's going to baptize in Jesus' name. God's going to fill with the Holy Ghost. I believe there's going to be miracles in these altars, praise God. Because the word of the Lord is a sure foundation. It's tried, praise God. Oh, turn to your neighbor and tell them the word of the Lord is tried. 
He said, as soon as I obeyed the Lord. You know what? If we could get logic out of the way. And forget about it. Don't put any confidence in logic. I'm just simply going to do what the Lord said. You see, that's the reason why more people don't witness. They're not convinced that God can change whatever's going on in that home. They hadn't, been, they hadn't been around and seen how bad it can be and how good it can get in just a short time. I'm telling you about a God. I'm telling you about a God that can do anything, anytime, anywhere, to any people. I'm talking about a God that can put life back into the worst situation you ever saw. I'm talking about a God that can turn a dead valley into a place of life and it more abundant, praise God. I'm talking about a, oh my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost all over me tonight. God wants you to know the word he's given you. The word that's in your mouth will work, praise God. Mm-hmm. What, what's the situation? Let's pray about it. What's the problem? Let's pray about it. You, you run into people all the time. You ask them, how's things going? And they start telling you, you think, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. Oh, I wish I hadn't opened that door. You know what, honey? You can look in that door and you can tell them there is a way. There is a word. There is a bridge. Old Sister Clark over in Alexandria Church was driving down the road one day and there was a policeman had a car stopped on the side of the road and she slowed way down and she's driving by and there was a lady sitting in that car and the policeman was talking to her and she said, I saw desperation in her eyes. And the Lord spoke to me and said, join yourself to her or she will commit suicide. She's at the end of her road. She pulled over in front of that lady's car and the policeman kept looking up there at her and he finally walked up there and said, can I help you? And she said, nope. When you're done with her, I want to talk to her. Do you know her? No, I don't, but God told me to talk to her. He looked at her like she'd lost her brain and said, okay, when I'm done, you can have her. So she walked back and when the policeman got in his car and left, Sister Clark walked up there and she said, honey, I don't know your name. I don't know where you live. I don't know anything in your life. But when I drove by, I looked into your eyes and I saw desperation and the Lord told me there was a spirit of suicide that is getting into your mind. That woman looked up at her with tears running and said, I was headed home. This is the last straw. I can't take anything more. My home is falling apart. It's a mess. My husband's an alcoholic. We've already got divorce papers signed and they're already in the works. And she said, I was headed home today. I just said it to myself. I'm going home today and I'm gonna take that bottle of painkillers and swallow the whole bottle. Sister Clark said, no, you're not. In Jesus' name, I'm coming to your house. You're gonna make me a pot of coffee and I'm gonna talk to you and we're gonna pray and we're gonna rebuke that devil and before I leave today, you're gonna understand that there's a God that can make a difference, praise God. There's a God that can change it. When she left there that evening, the woman was speaking in other tongues. Met her at nine o'clock the next morning. Call me at home. I was baptizing for him. 
And she said, I got one needs to be baptized at nine o'clock. Can you be this? I went down there and baptized the woman. She came out of there speaking in other tongues. Brother God put her home back together. God dried up the alcohol. God put things back in place. I'm talking about a bridge that is the word of God that we have. The name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. There's a devil that's running right now because God has already got victory over him. You need to look at those bones and say there's a way. There's a name. There's a blood. There's a spirit. There's a word. That's able, praise God. Take a minute and love him. Take a minute and love him. Take a minute and love him. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can't tell you how many times I got phone calls from Sister Rogers or Sister Clark. You can be seated a minute. And they'd say, Sister Clark's got one needs to be baptized. I'd go up there at 2 o'clock and baptize them. 5 o'clock and baptize them. Sometimes on Sundays we'd have 30 we'd baptize in Jesus' name. I want you to know something. That there's a word. There's a word. And it'll work in Alexandria and it'll work here. Praise God. There's a word. The message we have. The message we have. The word we have. will activate the dynamics of the power of God. The wheels are turning already. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Somebody's going to leave out of here tonight and you're going to understand. There's a word that'll work. There's there's a word that'll, oh my Lord in Jesus' name. There's a word that'll bring the power of God into any situation, praise God. Mm. You need to look at those bones and declare the word of the Lord. He has come to bring life and it more abundant. He has come to give us victory over every spirit. He's come to give us victory over everything. He's come to give us more abundance, praise God. More abundance. The Lord told Abraham, I am thy exceeding great reward. I'm not just your reward, I'm your great reward. But I'm more than that, I'm your exceeding great reward. Every time the Lord began to talk to people, it wasn't just in ordinary terms, Brother Tom. He didn't just say, Abraham, I'm your, your reward. He said, I'm your exceeding great reward. Anything world, the world has given you, I can exceed. Anything you've lost over here, I can exceed. Anything that's been torn away, I can exceed. I want somebody to hear it tonight. The word of the Lord will work. Praise God. Lift your hands and love him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sis, come on up. I'm gonna close in just a minute. I came tonight to encourage somebody to believe the word and to face your dry bones and talk to them. Talk to them. Talk to them. Walk in there and look at them and declare the word of the Lord. Whatever I ask in Jesus' name, believing, it will be done. There's such an incredible move of the Holy Ghost here right now. Oh, in Isaiah 6, those big angelic beings begin to cry out. And when they begin to cry out, the Bible said the posts begin to move in the temple. 
I want you to understand, I feel that same power here tonight. When they begin to say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Oh, one of the most incredible experiences I ever had in the Holy Ghost. In 2014, the Lord woke me up at 2 o'clock one morning. I climbed out of my bed and went into my office. And I closed the door. Brother Gandhi, the Lord took me to three different continents in the Holy Ghost. I went to three different continents. I looked at the cities. I could recognize them if I saw them. I sat on the hillside and I stood up and the Holy Ghost came on me and said, rebuke the lying spirits, rebuke the false doctrine, rebuke the gods that are not gods and speak the word of the Lord. Loose the Holy Ghost, loose the truth, loose the blood, loose the word, loose the name. And I began to do that and I began to speak in the language of that place. It went on for probably, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. And then the Holy Ghost swept me up like a whirlwind. And I went to another foreign city. I went to an oriental city this time. I was on the side of a hill looking out over a, a bay that had boats coming and going in it at a city that had people like ants crawling all over it. And I could look into their eyes and I could see despair and I could see agony and I could see sorrow and I could see no hope. And the Holy Ghost came on me again and it said, I want you to bind every devil that's in there. I want you to bind every lying spirit. I want you to bind every spirit of infirmity. I want you to loose the angels. I want you to loose the word, loose the spirit. I want you to speak revival into that city. And I did that for about 20 minutes and then all of a sudden the spirit swept me up again like a whirlwind and when I let come back down that time, I was in Scotland or Ireland. I could see a valley, beautiful valley with a stream flowing through it and a little city sitting up at the head of that valley and I heard a gale tongue as people began to worship and they began to proclaim the word of the Lord. I could hear it in the tongue of that land. And again the Lord gave me instructions on what I should do. And I began and when I did I got into that Gaelic tongue like they were speaking and I began to bind the devils and bind the lying spirit and bind the false doctrine and loose the power of God. I, I did this for a long time and then God took me up again and for three solid hours hours I was in the Holy Ghost and God was talking to me and about two weeks later I was talking to a friend of mine in Ohio and he said uh, preacher I want you to come preach for me I said well when you want me to come and he told me he said my wife and I are going to Ireland I said what are you going to Ireland for he said my brother and his wife and me and my wife have been invited to Ireland there's a little city sitting out in the hillside and I've been invited to preach for the first time Acts 2.38 and I thought Lord I went in there two weeks ago I went in there and I've already prepared the place the word of God's already moving the word of God's already opening the word of God's already gone. I feel the Holy Ghost. There's a church in that city tonight. Souls are being filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about a word that works, praise God. I'm talking about a word that will change and bridge the gap. Let's stand all over the building. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Brother Gandhi, I feel so strongly impressed tonight that there's someone in this building that has had despair. The devil's trying to destroy your faith. He's trying to destroy your confidence and destroy your peace. And you've got, you've got a valley of dry bones, but it's on the inside of you. There's failures there. There's inconsistencies there. There's things that could have been done, should have been done, wasn't done. And now you, you, when you look inside, all you're seeing is desolation. It's a dry place. You don't get anything out of it. But I'm talking to you tonight. There is a bridge in the Holy Ghost. There's a bridge in the power of God. If you'll look at those bones, and simply obey the Lord. Rebuke those devils. Rebuke those lies. Rebuke that spirit. Rebuke that divorce spirit. Rebuke that separation spirit. Rebuke that adultery spirit. Rebuke that thing in Jesus' name. If you'll look that devil in the eye and rebuke him, I've got a God that'll give you a brand new refreshing. I've got a God that'll baptize you with hope all over again. I've got a God that'll give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. I got a God that'll work a work of righteousness in your life and you'll come out of there saying, hey, we got more than enough. We're more than able. We're more than conquerors. Oh, I feel the Spirit of the Lord raising somebody up. I feel the Spirit of the Lord putting somebody's eyes to a higher place. I feel the Spirit of the Lord opening that bridge up, that bridge that you can go from desolation to, oh, to joy. You can go from that place of turmoil to a place of peace. The Spirit of the Lord is opening a bridge for you tonight. Right where you at, you can begin to speak to those bones or you can come down to the front, however you want to do it. But if you'll take the word of the Lord tonight and simply obey what the Lord said. The prophet just obeyed what God said. He didn't try to figure it out. He didn't try to make it happen. He simply obeyed the word of the Lord. If you will simply obey the word of the Lord tonight, I've got a God that's going to put life back into your dead bones. I got a God that's going to put hope, 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 and confidence into your heart. In Jesus' name, I take dominion of that lying devil. I take dominion of that spirit of hell that has robbed that saint of the peace of God. I take dominion of that lying devil that has robbed that man of his joy. I take dominion of that devil that is warring against your faith in the name of Jesus. I command the angels of the Lord to take that lying devil and cast him into outer darkness. In the name of Jesus, I speak joy. In the name of Jesus, I speak confidence. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace. In the power of the Holy Ghost, I loose you from that valley. I loose you from that valley. I loose you from that valley. Ah, Lord, in Jesus' name. Take a few minutes right here. Take a few minutes right here and step out on your faith a little bit. Step out on faith a little bit. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
somebody in this building just this week said, I don't know if anything good could ever come out of this again. Somebody in this building just this week said, all I can see is death around me. All I can see is destruction and despair. I'm telling you right now, you may not, you may not step out, but if you go home tonight and you look at those bones and begin to declare the word of the Lord to them, if you'll look at that devil and say, devil, you've had my house long enough. You've had my heart long enough. You've had my mind long enough. I'm not playing that game anymore. I'm not burning that bridge I'm going to take the bridge that God gave me tonight and I'm going from here to hope I'm going from here to faith I'm going from here to confidence I'm going from here to joy I'm going from here to peace come on I feel the Lord delivering somebody tonight by the word